Turbo Thursday is sponsored by First Clothing Company. First Clothing Company has everything you need from hoodies and joggers to hats and tees. They just released a fall line and continue to release new designs all the time. If you go to firstclothingco.com and use code TURBO, you'll get 15% off your first purchase over $20. If you're not wearing first, you're last. Welcome back for another episode of Turbo Thursday. I'm Mello. Dave. It's Dylan. And we got another great episode for you guys tonight. We got some hell of the week, and we're bringing back Shark Tank. We also have a very special interview over the phone tonight. Buffalo Bills season ticket holder since 1992. He's the son of Pizza Pete from the Red Pinto Party. He's also the MC of the famous ketchup ceremony, Nick Papagelis. Very exciting stuff, but let's dive into it. How was everybody's week? pretty good so far big week big, big sports week i loved it a lot um not monday start the week on tuesday really good sports week um other than that it's pretty solid stuff solid after watching the jets as a jets fan that would ruin my whole week honestly yeah my co-worker was there got on tv he was in uh 30 yard line on the patriots side and he uh he got like his little 15 seconds of fame he was cheering that's crazy how we play on national TV, and we look 10 times worse than we actually are. I, 10 times worse. What, what happened with Sam Darnold, though? I mean, just like some of the throws just... Kids, yeah. see, kids see ghosts sometimes. Did you guys see that Barry McCockner thing? No. no. <laughs> Barry McCockner pretended to be Ian Rappaport, said that Sam Darnold was in, was in the locker room saying, I fucking suck right now. And one, some guy in CBS was like, Ian Rappaport was was in the locker room, saw Sam Darnold say, whisper to his teammates, I, I bleeping suck right now. I need to get it together. Funny as hell. If you guys have a chance, go to Barry McCockner on uh, Twitter and check out the video. It was so funny. Uh, just like little, like little things like that could just ruin an entire career. Holy shit. Yeah, it really depends how he bounces back against Jacksonville this week. Yeah. It's really all it comes down to. But we had a little NBA last night. Big sports time. Big sports times. Uh, what, Raptors and who? Who they play? Yeah. Pelicans. P- Raptors and Pelicans. No Zion, you're right. We got a little Clippers. Clippers and Lakers. Loved every second of it. It's going to be a battle for that staple center crown, you know, all season long. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's like all four sports on it right now, too. So it's just what do you want to watch? I was a little fucking taken back yesterday. Everything was on besides football, but uh, yeah. got a little shark tank in, too. Big time. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to get into these kind of things. Dill, you got anything? Um, just with Shark Tank. I know I know. I said it before, but I can't believe this show's still running. I don't even know if it's still running. I don't know if Melo was watching uh, Rerun or not. But were we watching on YouTube or on no, TV? It was, it's TV, one of these adult channels that my parents get. 
uh, not like that. <laughs> uh, like Lifetime, they get a bunch of different weird shit with DirecTV. Yeah. I don't know if you should call Lifetime an adult channel. It's an adult channel. It's like the pressing ass shit. The acting's terrible on yeah, it. Like it's adult. Channel is known as like like soft porn or yeah. porn. The one all the way down on your IO menu. Yeah. <laughs> like right when you see like uh, the Playboy channels come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, all right. Maybe you guys are right. That's a dull channel. All right. <laughs> they get... <laughs> what do you call them then? Boring ass channels then. All right, that's what we're going to call it. Boring channels. Lifetime, uh, you know. Shark Tank on Lifetime. No, it was on like, it was on like CNBC or something like that. Like something, yeah. something weird, man. It was weird. DirecTV has these weirdest, the weirdest channels. Mm-hmm. But it was on. I watched it with Minnie Mello yesterday. Uh, really, really cool stuff. There was also uh, one of these inventions where it was tape that was adhesive and only stuck to itself. And it, yeah, it was two daughters were doing it for their their uh, father Hugo. 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 It was called Hugo's Mighty Tape. The name could use some work. Yeah, they didn't know that his father basically just stole the idea. <laughs> They're like, so you have the patent. They're like, no, we get it from Taiwan. They're like, yeah, your father stole the idea. Sorry, but I'm out. It's double-sided tape? Mm-hmm. That, like, exists, though. No, it wasn't double-sided. It's not, like, it's not adhesive at all. There's no, like, it only sticks to itse- itself. Uh-oh. Yeah. And once you, you can cringle it, and it comes back and unfolds, and it's, like, still tape. You could still use it. It was really cool, really interesting. Mark Cuban and one of those other, one of the ladies, I don't know if it was Barbara or somebody else, but they made her an offer, but just for the company. They didn't, they were like, you're done. Really? Yeah, they were like, okay. All right, so week eight starting tonight. Um, but every time the NFL weeks finish, I always think about the XFL. It's creeping up on you. It's, like, shimming its way. Back to the front of your brain. So figure this. It's like a concert. You like you leave and go to the bathroom, but when you come back, you got to bob and weave to, just to get back to your seat. I think that's what the XFL is doing right now. I can't wait. Uh, I need more hits. I need more Mason Rudolph hits. I kind of want to see people get knocked out. Not going to say it, but I kind of do. But, yeah, so let's see what Vince McMahon has. Um, they got, they got uh, fantasy, former fantasy all-star Christine Michael. He's like the sixth pick in the first round of that. No way. Like the Seahawks? Yeah, no he way. He was like not that? bad. He wasn't that bad. I think he was on I mean, my team for a little bit. Craze about him. Do you yeah. think there's fantasy for the XFL? That would be fucking That'd be cool as fuck. I'm sure. No, what? No, no. I'm patting it right now. No one take our fucking idea. We just created it. Fuck you guys. No. No. You sons of bitches trying to make a buck. This is our idea. You heard it here first. I'd be down to go to XFL game too. I feel like that would be a fun time. Get blacked out and watch people just like. Yeah. Brett Favre playing some Levi jeans. <laughs> Yo, actually, my old co-worker who played in the AFL, he actually actually went to St. Joe's Downs Friends. Um, he said he wanted to try out for the XFL, and like they're making an idea of like putting chips in your equipment so you can gamble on whether it be a run or run to the right, run to the left, very specific details. And that's what this, this software is that... The XFL is like basically taking from the AFL because the AFL has no money. It's yeah. pretty fucking crazy, but that's gonna be a wild time in everyone's lives. That's crazy. There's yeah. chips in their uniform, like a, like a little microchip, let's say on their shoulder pads or some sort, and like you could bet on if it's the run left, run right, like what happens, like very specifically. Other than what's the like the specific most specific, if they pass or run, well, if running right, running left. Well, what, if it, wait, the chips are in the players' uniform. I don't understand. Like the players are betting on it. 
or the, no, that's just how no, they get no, statistics. that's just how they get statistics and oh, stuff. Oh. It's still illegal. I'm sure I'm you can't genius. you can't gamble on if you're a pro player. <laughs> oh, fucking I'm genius! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about that though. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, said it too. I was playing Rocket League. Just started playing it. We'll squad up later, Dill. Yeah. Didn't know it was cross-platform either, but it is fun. Mini Mello, filthy. Of course he is. Yeah. Yeah, and he's only been playing for like three days. He goes, I don't understand how you're not getting this. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking trying, bro. I'm pressing. I'm double-tapping A and getting in the air. I'm spinning wrong directions, but I'm trying to. It's all about timing. Everything is usually about timing, but this game is, if you're not, if you don't have a bunch of speed boosts and you don't have good timing, you're going to just suck. And I suck. Okay. Got a lot of work to do. I watched the YouTube videos like how do, how can I be good at Rocket League? Guys like you really gotta just grind. I'm not grinding. I have like not not that much time. Yeah, that's fine. Alright, so Halloween's right around the corner. It is. Who's the Grinch in this room? I think it might be me. Yeah, probably. Probably me. Uh I don't have uh I don't see much for it. I mean I basically isn't it just another holiday for like an excuse of let's just drink again. Let's just drink. Middle of the week, fuck it. Let's get in costumes and let's drink. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's just I don't have the Halloween spirit. Never see me in spirit Halloween. Never. Never. You never see me there. All right. Well, well, let's put it this way. What was your favorite Halloween costume of all time? Just let, let's think back to a time where you enjoyed Halloween. Well, I was but in like, oh, elementary school, dude. It's fucking Sub-Zero. Yeah? That's sick, though. That's, a cool, that's oh, a cool fucking God, costume, man. bro. Oh, man. That's a good time. That was probably my easily hand down favorite. Probably. Sub-Zero. Could have been Scorpion. Nope. I went as the Burger King one year. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was crowd favorite. Crowd favorite? <laughs> crowd favorite. Yeah, man. I just kept walking around waving people, calling everybody my peasant. Felt good for a whole day, man. I went trick-or-treating with some kid one year in middle school, and he was dressed as Burger King, and he got ripped by a car in the street. No way. His pants fell off. It wasn't me, guys. <laughs> it wasn't me. Right. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's all I remember about that costume. Oh my God, it's terrible. <laughs> Come to think of it, I probably wouldn't remember if I got hit by a car, so maybe it wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we got hell of the week. Oh, yeah. We yeah, we do. Uh, it's. Uh, I think we're going to toss it up to Dill. Because I lost. New rule. If you lose If you lose your, your pick of the week, your lock of the week. And then you lose. If there's multiple losers, we just pick the most consecutive one, I guess. Ultimate loser. Ultimate loser. It uh, goes first. Go ahead, though. What do you got? All right, so my hell of the week. Um, this happened on Sunday. It was slightly traumatizing. Uh, I get up, not hungover, finally, for one, one day. I'm like, going to make myself a nice breakfast. I'm cooking myself an omelet. And I hear my mom screaming downstairs, waking up my brother. And they hear a hissing noise. Whoa. And I, I was like, snake? But no, it wasn't a snake. It was, um, they thought it was a gas leak, which could, like, just blow up your house within seconds. Yeah. So my brother's like, get, he comes around upstairs, like, get the fuck out of the house right now. I grabbed my dog, dude, and my mom, my mom was, like, calling the cops. We're, like, freaking out. We're like, our house is about to explode. Like, I'm like, why are we so close to our house? We're on my deck. Just sitting on my deck, I'm like, I like, I like go in my backyard behind a tree. I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do. Like, my house is a ticking time bomb, and I'm just standing here. Like, I never felt so close to death. <laughs> my mom calls nine one one, dude. The cop pulls up. Austin runs out to the situation. Cop looks. My brother goes, "Oh fuck." <laughs> Austin comes back and tells me, that. "I'm like, dude, I'm gonna die." Like, what, dude? All right. So, and then, like, four fucking 
fire trucks pull up and like we move away from my house and they go inside and he's like oh yeah it's just your water heater oh yeah no big deal it's just the water heater my house was like my street my was uh just blocked off there's like four fire trucks <laughs> for what we thought was a gas leak and it was just my water heater cracked or something better be safe than sorry outside like oh my that God. that's what the firefighter told my mom the fire chief was like Better be so you did the right thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, but dude, it, I, my heart was beating, and I, like, I was like, well, I don't understand, like, what the hell is going on right now. Like, I don't know how to react to something yeah. like my house is about to explode. Balls on you to stay in there. Balls well, on you to grab the dog, because a lot of yeah. people are just, like, thinking about themselves. Grab the fucking dog. She grab the pets. Bro, and I, have a, I have, like, a rescue pit bull, so I had her on a harness, and there's firefighters walking my house. She's jumping, like, 20 feet in the air trying to rip them apart. It was a shit show. Complete shit show. Were the neighbors outside? Not that many. There's like one. He I have such nosy neighbors on the cul-de-sac, bro. First, like, oh, yeah. if, if lights are on, everybody's like out their window, like looking like who the. F- and no one asked us about it, so I thought that was very weird. Because nothing happened. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> nothing did happen. Explodes. Nothing. I'm gonna ask. These days, man. Yeah, it's so weird. Be kind. Look out for your fucking. Look out for your neighbors, bro. Last time a neighbor made a pie for someone. New neighbors don't even do that. I think. No, probably not. Fuck you, neighbors. Yeah, what the fuck, guys? Step up. Be kind to one another and, like, make sure their house isn't going to explode. Yeah. Check on me if I have a gas leak. Go in and look. I'll, uh... And risk your life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go next. Uh, Sunday, mine too. Sunday must be a big hell, hell time. Nice. Sunday scaries. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, but mine isn't, like... Okay, so... Basically, Sunday, we... We're watching football, and at the end of, you know, uh, middle of the 4 o'clock games, Cisco goes, I want to watch a movie. And we're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in the mood to watch a movie. You know, the games are a little boring. Uh, the Bears were getting smoked. So we were, just, we were just out of it. We were like, all right, you know what? Let's, let's put on something scary. We heard Midsummer was scary. I heard that was a scary movie. Yeah, it wasn't. All right. <laughs> no, I mean, it was just, not. it was bugging. But that's not the, the hell of the week. So middle of the movie, I'm not spoiling anything for you guys, but... In the middle of the movie, this girl cuts her pubes off and puts them into a pie, okay? To make this guy fall in love with her. It's a little spell. That's it. A little witchcraft. So, let's flash forward Monday. Uh Uh-oh. I go to to Il Clasico, this little uh, little (laughs) deli. I get a sandwich. There's a little hair in it. So, I'm thinking, is that a pube hair? I got as then looked over at the girl row. I'm like my eyes are like looking at her and she's watching me eat the sandwich. She's like talking to me. I'm I'm eating it. She's like looking at I'm looking at her. Take the hair out. Yeah. All right. No pews for me. That was my hell of the week though. I just I got I got creeped out. You got creeped out? Creeped out because the movie wasn't bugging, but I'm just like like It's the day after. Yeah, yeah, you know? Weird movie. I don't know. I don't know. I just wasn't I wasn't really feeling it. But I'm saying like the hell of the week is like someone trying to possess me with some pew pie. That's it. Not about that. No one can cast a spell on you. No. I'm unbreakable. <laughs> yep. What do you got? Uh, the goddamn New York Jets. Day in, day out, month in, month out, year in, year out. I still don't know why I'm a fan of this fucking organization. It's fucking unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um, I can go up and down, side to side, and give you reasons why this organization, and I'm not even saying team anymore it's much bigger than them now but look i'm not gonna do it on how much they suck i'm not gonna let the new york jets ruin your week i'll just let them ruin mine and on that note later tonight i'll be hanging out with uh the kid from six cents sam darnold and uh the cast of season three of 
Ghost Hunters because we all know that was the worst fucking season. <laughs> so that is the hell of my week. And there's this might be a reoccurring hell of the week. Yeah. New York Jets. It's hell of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Been the hell of I really my life. I thought both you guys would have won with the Yankees getting knocked, like the... You know, the two-run home run to tie it, and then the two-run home run to end it? Just, just like, uh, I just don't want to talk about it. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I thought that would have been hell for you guys more than the Jets getting blown out. That was expected. It was the Pats. Well, my house almost blew up. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's a little more. There's levels to this shit. You're right. I mean, it depends what level of hell of the week it is for you guys, you know? Like, this pew pie for me was like, uh, like the fourth level of hell. It's not that scary, but, yeah. like, still don't want to... What's the levels? Like, seven? They maxed out seven? Yeah, yeah, it's seven, I think, from, like, Dante's Inferno, seven layers of hell. Okay. Oh, yeah, because it, like, did um, seven deadly sins or some bullshit. Yeah, but I think, like, the seventh layer of hell is, like, when you lose a limb or something. Oh. <laughs> like, if you have to... Like, your hell would have been dying from it. Mm. But you only... Yeah, I mean, you, you lost, like, an arm. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, all good stuff. Uh, we, got, <laughs> <laughs> we got Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. Get your bad ideas out. Uh, let's let's flip it. You wanna you wanna go, Dave? Oh yeah, mine's like it's getting tough for me, guys. I don't know how creative I can get, but like, what if you have like this key lock system and you know, installed in your house, but you have like a certain code to it? Let's say I have to go to the gym or go to this errands or grocery shop, and you can't open that key unless you do it to ensure that you accomplish that goal or something that bullshit so you can't just set, get home and relax you know what i'm saying but there's always like a fail safe like saying fuck it i'm not going to the gym today and just go walk in your house <laughs> but i don't know maybe people would buy it. i feel like len would buy it just be like hey you're right i don't deserve to go home yet i got shit to do and then okay so, hey, did it, you do this today? did you do this today I like and then when it says like fail safe no you're like I didn't do that today. You know what, believe in yourself because that's not a Just bad idea. Second, second, like opinion on what you do. I guess I don't know. That's what I was thinking about today. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. That's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, are are you guys tired of not being able to sleep? <laughs> yes. Uh, do you wish you could just knock out? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Imagine Mike Tyson's fist hitting you. <laughs> This was a CBD ad. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was thinking that. Imagine Bella hitting you. Like, no fucking Imagine Mike Tyson's fist hitting you with that sweet chin music. Give you that special eight hours of sleep you've been looking for. Introducing Sweet Dreams. It's a 3D print of Mike Tyson's fist covered in a boxing glove. And you set an alarm. And at that alarm, it comes out of, you're not even expecting. You're just laying down, you're looking at your phone. Next thing you know, you get smacked, it's like fucking rocked with a left hook. And you're out. And you're knocked knocked the fuck out. That's what you wanted. You want, you want, you want want that. It comes with a mouthpiece, batteries are not included. And there's levels of punching, like. Oh, yeah. Young Mike Tyson, prime Mike Tyson, 70-year-old Mike Tyson. He still could punch though, man. So I don't, I don't know if I ever want to test any of them. I guess him in his prime, you could probably die from that. So I'm pretty sure, he, yeah, definitely. That's crazy. Yeah, no, no, I like that. You know, go to fucking bed. I'll, I'll knock you. F- it out. That's it. I'm, you know, you got the. They give you mouthpiece, and you get the. <laughs> so you're not gonna, you're not gonna get hurt from this, guys. And then I guess you have someone stand by, and like if you're not comfortable with the position you're sleeping in, you have someone lift your legs up. Get the blood back to your head. You wake up and then set another. It alarm. comes with a waiver too. So like, if you do die, 
Oh, I'm not. I'm not liable. No. Mark Cuban just bought it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Dill? Um. All right. So I've been seeing a lot lately. They have uh, f- frozen food vending machines. You ever see that? No. No, not yet. So they no, they have it. It's, it's a real oh. thing. Oh. Like on campus, I see it all the time. So an invention I'd add to that is you pick what you want and they heat it for you there. All in one in one vending machine. In a vending machine? Yeah. Wasn't there a vending machine that like spit out pizza? Like cooked pizza? Whoa. I'm yeah. not I, sure, I definitely saw a video of that. I'm like, what? But. That's pretty fucking So what? So like it takes the, the thing and it slides it down, puts it in like a little five minute heater and then serves it to you? Well, it'd have to be like highly automated. So it'd have to be like, removes the wrapper of like, let's say a hot pocket and then it puts it in like, I don't know if you could put like an oven in there or like a microwave, but it should be an all in one thing. Because, for example, like on campus where I, where I work, um, there's a frozen vending machine, and then you, if you really want something, you get it. I'm not saying I eat from this. It looks disgusting. Right. <laughs> but, but you take it, and then you have to walk, a, like, downstairs in the basement a f- few, uh, like, halls down, and you have to microwave it. So it's kind of a pain in the ass. So I was like, it's all-in-one vending machine for frozen food and hot food. Yeah, I usually just go to the the vending machine grab my little cinnabon you know the one i'm talking about yeah 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 i yeah, got yeah. myself a cinnabon go right back to class when i nice. yeah it's just it bro a little sweet yeah I, I don't think i'd trust a frozen yeah or you go ready you go and put five dollars in and mike tyson's fish just comes and fucking rocks you again sweet dreams bitch sweet dreams go to sleep everywhere i love it uh Right now, we're going to show you guys this interview that just, you know, it, really, we are just so excited. This interview is great. It was really good. Uh, Thank you, Nick. Yeah, seriously, awesome. Nick. Thanks. Uh, Nick Papagelis. Like I said, uh, you know, Bill's Mafia, he's just been all over it since basically six years old, man. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy and uh, let us know what you think. Hey Nick, what's going on, man? Oh, what's up? What's up? Nothing. Thanks for uh, thanks for agreeing to do this. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm here right now with my other hosts, Dave and Dill. How's it going, hey, Nick? Hey, Nick. How you doing? Hey, good, man. So uh, we got a couple questions for you, but I just want you know, like, obviously, uh, you've been doing this for a while since 1992, right? Yeah, 1993, somewhere around then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right in the midst of one of the greatest, obviously the greatest NFL comeback of all time in the playoffs. That was, that was my first season with tickets, yeah. How, what was that like? <laughs> I was uh, six years old. Uh, <laughs> no, seven, six, seven years old. I was crying at halftime. Uh, this is before we actually started tailgating with Kenny. Uh, so we took a bus in. From, they used to do a bus so you didn't have to pay for parking. And... Uh, yeah, I'm crying at halftime. My dad's like, how many playoff games are we going to see? Let's stick it out. And they came back and won, and it was like craziest thing ever. So yeah. I was, you know, seven years old. My dad, we would try, they used to rip the ticket. So we got the ticket to rip um, opposite ways. So you could tape the ticket back together. And Frank Gregg's a really quiet guy. He was the quarterback, taped up the ticket. And so we gave it to him to sign for an autograph. He, like, he didn't talk to anyone. Looks at me and my dad, and he's like, 
you didn't go to the game? They're like, no, no, no. It's, it's, two, it's two seats to, together. And he, like, talked to us for, like, 10 minutes. That was pretty cool. That's awesome. And uh, I saw that uh, Pinto Ron has the gallon still from that day, the the famous jug of milk. Uh, he has potato chips from it. Potato chips from it, yeah. Oh, oh nice. okay. Nice. That's crazy. You guys couldn't keep it in, like, the same plastic jar, right? Like, the, the gallon, because it was just the, melting through? Yeah, that's, uh... That's a different game. I want to say it's from 91. Oh, okay. The, the milk. It's like, it looks like apple cider. It's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, before we, uh, hey, Nick, uh, before we get into the Red Pinto tailgate, heart of the story, the Bills are 5-1 and one, uh, this season, only losing your division rival. Uh, I'm not going to even say their name because they get no recognition on our podcast. But uh, <laughs> what are your expectations or even aspirations for this defensive heavy-loaded team? It's, it's not like I I'm always like no nah, I'm being real but like drinking the Kool-Aid like they they just could like back in the 10 and 6 just with how shitty some of the teams are on their schedule uh-huh. and it's like losing to Cleveland who looks like garbage right now losing to Philly who's just went you know lost, lost the last two weeks and that's just at the low end of the 10 and 6 day so I had a guy say they could go 15 and 1 I'm like that's a little <laughs> bit heavy but <laughs> This is still the Bills. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting time. All right, so um, uh, most of our listeners are unfortunately not a part of Bills Mafia. So what is the most, if anything at all, you would say they're missing out on? Uh, one hell of a party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You think I still have tickets 27 years later? We didn't have a good party to go to? It's like 20 of those years, they were awful. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. That's what I mean, even Grok said on... Uh, his guy, his son show like lucky. I get to Bill's mafia guy to come tailgate with us because we throw one hell of a party. Yeah, it looks for sure. It looks like it. Yeah, maybe we'll catch a game later in the season. Speaking of it, too, you guys do see the Patriots later too. Uh, week sixteen, you think that might have like a impact on who might win the AFC East? It, yeah, I mean it's crazy to think about that. That could be. That's like that's gonna be like the super letdown game for like oh my god we're <laughs> winning we have one loss and just go get just destroyed by New England but um, yeah no that's crazy it's there's it's like still in talks to get flexed to like the Saturday night game which is anytime it's a night game in Buffalo it's gonna look half empty and that's just because there's a lot of amateur hour partying way too hard beforehand but yeah <laughs> it's gonna be nuts. Oh, yeah, that game's in New England. Doesn't even matter. Same thing. Yeah, it's Same in thing. New England. Yeah. All the people that drive up to New England think it's going to happen. They're going to shoot way too early. Do you guys get a good guys. turnout at, like, those away games? Yeah, we, uh, so I, I go, like, one every other year. And so we put it out on our Twitter page, or now our Instagram. Like, hey, this is, like, the Bills backers of the area. They're throwing this party. Let's go there. And... It's nuts. I didn't go to Nashville. We were we were going to, but things came up, and I'm seeing pictures from my friends that went, and it's just some of the parties out there were epic, mm-hmm. like rooftop bars, like packed, like you can't, you have to like hold your arms up so you can fit in this bar. It's insane. So I'm familiar with like how you guys do the ketchup stream, right? Yeah. What's the origin of that, and how do you get good technique on a good stream? Uh, oh, good. People ask about that because it's always screwed up when we have guests up there. <laughs> so so the, the origin was we had one guy 
he tried to get one long stream up and Kenny tried to catch it out of his burger. Like that was the whole plan is like, like in like a old cartoon, like the stream goes up, everything's caught on your burger. Yeah. And so two guys, three guys, then we started to get green ketchup involved because green ketchup looked good, purple ketchup. Then uh, we're just dirty old man at heart. This is like when I'm 13. We uh, decided to get mustard in there. So we put it, gave girls that and put it in a cock gun, get girls holding a cock gun <laughs> so, so uh they would start so we do catch up then he'd say can i get some mustard and the mustard girls would come out and then we met up with a guy that he wanted to be the dj he's like i'm a wedding dj on the side so he would play music so we had like entrance music for kenny and now it's a whole ordeal it's funny because now he it's like the biggest thing we're now known for even bigger than like a bowling ball shot we used that we do yeah yeah and it's like it's like his least favorite thing in the whole world to do is to get covered in ketchup <laughs> i can imagine why though <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's you're just covered in nastiness everybody gets your picture and it's just him like this just garbage all over me just doused in it yeah. <laughs> all right nick so uh between the chicken wings and an in an army helmet, a toilet bowl full of, for a beer cooler, and a famous yep. bowling ball shot that you were just uh, explaining. What would you say is the most unique item you give to the Red Pinto fan base? Bowling ball shot's kind of like our big thing. We like it's a hundred proof shot. Like there's a whole ritual with ritual with it. That like, well, maybe because I was younger then, but a couple of years ago, that was really big to where like Roger Goodell sent the guy specifically to shut that down. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was pretty nuts. And my dad's pizza is getting really big now, especially after we got the pizza review. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's that's been pretty crazy um, since that happened. But he, my dad just loves to cook. And like his, they're like, wait, what does he want payment for? Like, just tell me you enjoy his pizza. Yeah. And it's 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 all homemade. He makes a pulled pork, like a roast pork slider with broccoli rob and a little sliced provolone on there, and that's out of this world as well. And he just. Hang out. If you have a bottle of something, give him a shot when you're doing a group shot. And mm-hmm. Yeah, That's how all did, he wants. How did he figure out, like, using the filing cabinet would be, like, a great way to make a pizza? So, <laughs> we all we used to, like, every other year try to get something new to add to it. And now we're at kind of max capacity. So, they wanted to make brownies in it. And it came out terrible. So... Dad, my dad grew up like working at a pizza shop in high school and college. So it's like, let me let me take it home. I'll figure it out. I'll never forget like him running in the house like, I need it. I need pizza. And I'm like, this brownie tastes like crap, Dad. I'm not really feeling this pizza. It was awesome. It was the same pizza he made for us like growing up. Um, he's like, I'm doing it, and uh, he used to just cook like wings and eggs and stuff on the cards just because you know he has his eight you know eight nine year old son. He's gonna give him food. And then he, he's like, I'll make pizzas all the time. And he used to make homemade dough. Now he just buys dough from Wegmans. But he still makes homemade sauce with, like, tomatoes he picks from his garden. Garlic from there. Uh, basil, specifically, that's part of the big part of his sauce. Um, yeah, no, that's his thing. He was, we had, I want to say my mom was throwing out an ironing board. And my dad's just weird, like, no, nah, I mean, I can use it as my table to make the pizzas out. And it's, <laughs> I think we're on ironing board number two, but yeah. Now, I don't know if you have to be biased, but out of all the food you guys cook, is your dad's your favorite, or do you have, like, the wings? Which one's your which you go-to? Uh, the roast pork he does is my favorite, and that's just because I like, I started out only eating the wings, like, every time, and I got kind of sick of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
then I that was like only eating the pizza, and then I got sick of it because the, the roast pork sandwiches came. So as soon as something new comes in, I'll probably switch to whatever's new. But I mean, I'm a big dude. I eat everything, man. There's no fill. Yeah, of, <laughs> of course, man. Sunday too. You gotta you gotta get your fill on. Um, and the worst is when like there was a I had a birthday game. The Bills played the Steelers and they got murdered. And it was like I turned 31, and everybody's like, "Here, do a shot. You do a shot with me." And I go up and I do a speech and it's terrible because I'm just bombed. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? I was like, it hits me. I didn't eat. And I was like, hey, I got to change into the snow pants because it's, you know, it's starting to snow. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't like put my pants on. I had to grab it, but I'm like, dude, I am hurting right now. I can't put my pants back on. You got to help me. Big key, big, big, biggest key, like biggest thing I could help anybody with. If you're too shit faced and you still want to try to make it in the game, wear sunglasses. Then you. they can't really tell how drunk you are. Probably one of my biggest keys to going to tailgating too hard. That's it, man. Can't see the eye. Right. I'm getting in. They don't see the eye. They can't see that you're fucked up. And exactly. Good. Uh, so you do. You rock with a big crew. It's obviously Pinto Ron, your father. Uh, I saw uh, Shorty McBill, Captain Buffalo, and the Professor. The Professor, yeah. He, so Professor is uh, at their, uh, the chair for Rensselaer Polytechnic up near Albany. Shorty McBill's it pops up like we have. Every character that comes by, Captain Buffalo. I knew him before he was Captain Buffalo, and he like saw what we did. Is like, I gotta add something to this, and then you know he does. He's got two young daughters that like dress up with him, and it's like a family experience for him. Yeah, and he, he always, like I walk over to him. He's got something new, like meatballs in a bedpan, or he's got like the, the fake kid peeing for a waterfall, but he's got his homemade beer going through it. Um, <laughs> So he, yeah, you guys are like Bill's the fucking for- Avengers of tailgating. Uh, you guys all have your own cool name. <laughs> oh no, man, yeah. You guys I all mean, come together. Yeah, like like what's your name? Like Nick or Nick Pop was like my nickname at like college. And <laughs> yeah, we have every. No, I'm I'm Captain Buffalo, or we had a guy that dressed like a priest, and he's like, I'm Padre Pinto. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you need a goofy name for? Just be. Yeah, Bill's foot comes around. He's in like Molson Canadian ads. Pinto Ron is like a dig at him. So they we we're in John Bannon's cookbook in like 95, 96, and they got everything wrong. They said it was a Nissan. They said his name was Ron Johnson. Oh, my God. And they said the fire's under the hood. Like, everything was wrong. So we call him, hey, you're Pinto Ron. Isn't that your name from the book? Like, it's been a <laughs> joke for 20, 20, 30 years. Yeah, oh, I noticed his name wasn't what his real name was. Pinto like, Ron isn't even his real name. <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, so, obviously, one of the bigger things that Bills Mafia got started getting traction for too early on was, you know, slamming through tables. Uh, what's your thought process? Be like, how are, how do you feel on the table slamming? So when it first happened, I was like, "This is stupid." Like, <laughs> like, like I watched wrestling when I was like fifteen. That was cool then, but I was like nineteen ninety nine. Like, come on! And then we went to Jacksonville, right, for the playoff game, and it was nuts there. I saw a kid jump off, like, a 20-foot RV into a table with, like, 200 people watching. They went nuts. And I was like, I get it. That was awesome. <laughs> I want to see more of this. Yeah. These be, be guys that had, like a, like, a basketball loop, and they would posterize the other fans. I thought that was funnier than oh, the yeah. table. But. Yeah, yeah. How many, uh, how many tables have you been through since, uh, since the start of it? So when the first one came out, we tried to make a, a joke video through it. And we just weren't athletic, so like a half of one is as far as I've gone. <laughs> Better than just one, you know. Has, has Pinto Ron gone through any tables? 
No, he's 65, 63, <laughs> breaking half before the table breaks. <laughs> Going off that, Nick, uh, how many uh, would you say consecutive games you have, would have attended? Because Pinto Ron is what, around like 410, 411 consecutive games? Yeah, he's, he's for something. It was 400 in New York last year. I, I don't know exactly where he's at right now. Uh, I've been, I missed the Christmas Eve game after my wife got mad at me because I was too drunk at that Steelers game. But the last one I missed before that was uh, 05, 06, when I was wow. still playing college football. for my home game, but yeah. Where'd you play? Uh, Utica College, a little D3 school nice. near Syracuse. Very nice. And uh, I got one final question because it's one of my favorite things of all time, too. You guys raised over $300,000 for Andy Dalton's charity after <laughs> he blew the game and you guys raised so much money. Uh, how did you guys really go about, like, getting everybody to donate? I mean, it's probably just, you know, they just wanted to, right? Dollar here and there. We didn't know what to do. We haven't, Bills haven't made the playoffs in 20 years. Like, we're thanking everybody. One of my best friends, his wife's calling me like, can you talk to Alva right now? The cops are calling him because he's running up and down the street with a Bills flag. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> his is calling the cops out of him. He wouldn't go inside. Oh. I mean, you know what to do. This, the, the Bengals are completely out of it. The Ravens need to beat like a, what, six-win team, seven-win team yes. to make the playoffs and like, like, We'll do anything at this point. Like, take our money. We just made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, we nobody knew what to do. Like, I run downstairs. I'm trying to book a flight to Jacksonville. And every time I click, every time, like, nope, it's uh, the price one. If you got to try again, the tickets went up 100 bucks every time. Yeah. One of the craziest nights of my life was that day. Mm -hmm. It was New Year's, right? New Year's, and my wife drank our champagne before I even finished booking tickets all right nick before we let you go you're finishing out your three-game homestand against the eagles and the redskins in the upcoming weeks a division that's an absolute shambles uh, can we get a prediction how you think those games will play out so i think the eagles game i think it's gonna be a heck of a game mm-hmm. um that's that's gonna be an exciting one the eagles team pissed i think it's gonna be a close one I didn't go either way. I'm obviously going to pick the Bills to win 31 nothing in a close game. <laughs> uh, the Redskins game uh, is going to be a tough one for me. Uh, Chad Michael Murray's supposed to be coming to tailgate. My wife's had a crush on him since high school. So, so, so I, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel like I'm going to go to Buffalo, a married man. I'm going to be leaving that game with the Bills win and a divorce because she's going for <laughs> hey, Who knows? Maybe you'll be leaving with him too. Hey, if I can, oh, I gotta start getting in the gym these next two weeks. So I don't want to get there. <laughs> well, yeah, really, no, this, uh, that Redskins game is gonna be. That's gonna be the. You can have a couple extra cocktails before you go in, but yeah, of course. Yeah, really. I mean, I'm looking at the rest of the schedule for you guys. I mean, you guys have the Ravens later on, and then the Patriots. But I mean, it, it's looking hopeful for you guys to get that AFC. You know that wild card. You guys, yeah, I mean, depending I, on how the Patriots play out. Any other team, and I'm like, duh, playoffs are a given, but it's the Bills. So, like, mm-hmm. I still remember coming home from college and the Bills losing to the Steelers' third stringers to miss the playoffs with, with Drew Bledsoe. Oh, man. Well, that was so bad. Like, James Harrison wouldn't have a career if he didn't play the Bills that last game. He had, like, two, <laughs> two three sacks. Well, I'll tell you what, too, because I see Week 17 you guys play the Jets Dave is a huge Jets fan. Unfortunately. Maybe we'll take the drive up and party with you guys for week 17. Yes. Do it. Do yeah. it. I mean, I'll, I, obviously, I got your info. We'll stay connected, and uh, we'll work something out. But, Nick, seriously, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate yeah. this. 
Absolutely, yeah. I just uh, tried to listen to your guys' episodes right before you called me. You guys got good stuff, so keep it up. I uh, hope to hear more from you. Awesome. Thanks, right, thanks, Nick. Take it easy. Absolutely. See you guys. Bye. Again, we want to thank Nick for that phone interview. Uh, he did a great job. We can't wait to possibly go see him on week 17. Yep, red pinto tailgate. That's it. Maybe we'll Loving it. Maybe we'll be allowed to do the, the catch-up ceremony. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll keep in touch. But I think that's... Uh, no, no, I'm fucking... What? Do we have NFL Lock of the Week? Yeah, we do. Yeah, sorry. So we had two battles... Oh, uh, the the Sunday night football. Like, uh, let me just. I'll start off because you know, Vin came on the show last week. Mm-hmm. He challenged me. My own guest went against the host. He said, "You know, I, I believe." Know he's own one. Now. That's it. He's own. I mean, you might have to dance, Vin. I don't. I don't know what's going on. All right. Oh, uh, he he will have the worst. Nah, no, he won't have the I worst record. If, and Vin's the only one yeah. with a negative record at the end. Vin, you might have to come in here and dance. You for might 10 have minutes, to come dude. in here and dance to shake it on Operation Growth Podcast live Instagram. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, you might have to might have to write in some picks. Nah, no shot. Um, but yeah, it was. And then we had two battles of the Titans. Two first place guys was looking. It? Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah, because yeah, you guys are locked up now. You guys are both uh, three and one. Three and one. Are you three and one? I thought you had two losses. Oh, no, no. no. He, he, uh, You're about to have two losses. Well, okay. Yeah, we know. Are you? I'm three and one. I was two and one last week. That's right. One and one week four. I, I'm three hot. Go ahead, though. Yeah. So I was I was taking a little bit of a look. Uh, you know, I really wanted to. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to take the Bills, but I'm not going to mush them. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Colts minus five and a half over the Broncos. I think the Broncos are just, mm-hmm. you know, just giving up on life it's a heavy favorite yeah so i uh you know i'm gonna slam that five and a half and uh hopefully we'll see two and three yeah road to 500 I, I, to you i like the lock bets it's fine you gotta do what you gotta do gotta do them man yeah i gotta find a way to get back because i am so scared that's it i'm so scared of having to dance for 10 minutes because i'm thinking how many dance moves do i have mm-hmm. and how many dance moves will i get hurt doing in my basement in the 10 minutes <laughs> in 10 minutes man i'm gonna have to stay hydrated a couple man. bananas all right, so uh, that's three in a row for me, like we were saying earlier. Uh, but who the fuck's counting? I'm not. Three and one, one, two, three, and one. I'm hot, and I fucking love it, baby. All right, so everyone grab your belongings. You got yours? Everyone, gather around, bring your friends, family, your pets, your loved ones, your unloved ones. Fuck them, because we're taking a trip to Chicago, Illinois, at Soldier fucking Field. We have the tour guide here, Philip Rivers, and the assistant to the tour guide of Los Angeles, Hunter Henry, and we are going to lock in plus four. The Chargers, I love them this week. Love them. I love it. That's what you got to do. Love it. Dell, let me ask you something. How can you win if your offense can't score? Exactly. Hammer it. Hammer it. Hammer it. Matt Nagy, you are what you're not. You're an idiot. I can answer that. Fuck you. Defense could score. Yeah, I, I know, but Matt Nagy sucks. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, uh, I'm going to take the Texans minus seven over the Raiders. Sorry, Melo. Wow. I think they're a lot better team than last week, but they showed for sure. Oakland, right? No, the Texans. Oh, fuck. Oh, the Raiders. <laughs> they got, uh, they got pumped by Aaron Rodgers. I expect, I expect um, Kenny Stills to have a really big game. I'm stretching the ball downfield. Yeah. Him? Not D-Hop? No. No, not Deshaun Watson. Locked, locked. That's not part of my pick. Where's that spread? What's the spread? Minus seven. Minus seven. All right. I'm thinking, you know, because Texans' O-line is a little shaky. I mean, granted, the Oakland 
D-line is, you know, not as good. But, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting some pressure on Watson. I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. But, though, I like him. I like that a lot. I owe an apology to Cowboys fans for last week. Yeah. Uh, I was a little mean, and uh, I was proved wrong. So, you guys don't suck. A pretty good team. I'm just like it's still Dak hater, but well, Dak listens. That's why he was like, yes. "Fuck Dill." He was like, "I just can't." He goes, "I just can't listen." Like Twenty now, dude. Fucking Dakota. All right. Maybe Dak wants to watch you dance for ten minutes. Wow. That sounds uh. What'd you say, Dak? A little, a little weird. Yeah, it does. But guess what? He he looks down on Giant fans. So. Fair enough. Yeah, but I don't know. You know, this was a solid episode as usual, guys. Really don't forget to you know uh, follow the Pinto Tailgate. On, uh, I'm going to tag them in the Instagram post, but make sure you guys uh, follow them. You know, Look at what they're doing. They're doing great stuff. Uh, make sure you five-star the podcast. Make sure you comment. Let us know what you guys want to hear. It's always been a pleasure. Um, but until next week, guys. Yeah, stay turbo. I'll take Dave's line this time. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Thursdays. Only on Thursdays. Only on Thursdays. Bitch, bitch.